Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your grace and your mercy to us. We thank you for the promise of eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We come to the table of the Lord reminded today of your sacrifice, Lord Jesus, <clears throat> that we might have life and hope and joy beyond the pain of this world. We thank you for abundant life in this world and we thank you for eternal life through the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord, that today, now that as we come to this time of hearing your word, that you'd forgive us of our sins and that we would receive your word with humility and that we would accept what we need to hear from you from your glorious word. We thank you for the opportunity we have to worship in this place. It is not a, a thing we take for granted. Thank you for another day of life. May this day of life, may we bring honor and glory to your name. We pray, Lord, today that you would now help us to focus our minds for just a little while, that you'd keep away the distractions from our lives. We have so many things. We present them all to you today, but now we ask for a little time, just a little time to think about these glorious, amazing, indescribable truths about how you've created all things. And here we are, a part of that creation. You are our maker. We remember you today, our creator, our savior, and our Lord. And we give honor to your name. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Again, good morning. Good to see all of you who are here. I'm Pastor Mike. Welcome. If you're a guest, as Brother Tim mentioned earlier, please uh, complete a card and let us know uh, of your attendance here today. We'd love to talk with you and get better acquainted with you. Genesis chapter number one in your Bibles. Find your place at the very beginning of your Bible, the first chapter in God's Word, as these days we're talking about uh, this important truth of remembering our Creator. What did Solomon say? <clears throat> A few weeks ago, I mentioned it to you. We looked at it and thought about it uh, from uh, the book of Ecclesiastes. Remember your Creator. Remember your Creator. So we're seeking to do that these days together. So if you'll find your place in Genesis 1, we'll continue on from there. We'll be reading today Genesis chapter number 1, verse number 31, and verse number chapter 2, verse number 1. Just two verses today as you find your place in God's Word. Genesis 1.31, God saw that all that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. Thus, chapter 2, verse 1, the heavens and the earth were completed and all their hosts. Verse 2. By the seventh day, God completed his work, which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Heavenly Father, bless the reading of your word. May the Holy Spirit be our teacher. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Our focal truth today continues from last week, if you were with us. And that is that Almighty God created all things completely. 
There are some essential truths from the book of Genesis that I don't have time to elaborate in detail. I mentioned these last week, and so I mentioned them to you again today. These, I want to go on record as saying these things. I want to make myself clear as to what I believe the book of Genesis teaches us about the beginnings and origin of our origins of all things. All things in the universe were created and made by God in six literal days of creation week. And I'll say more about that again today. So this is a, a week of creation, six days of creative work by the power and glory of the Almighty God. Also, the creation record is factual. What we read in the book of Genesis is factual, historical, and therefore all theories of origins or development that involve evolution in any form are false. We reject the idea from the Word of God that things uh, had, have uh, come along and that they're continuing to evolve. The work of creation was completed in six days, literal 24-hour days. All things, finally, that now exist, including all of us who are here this morning, all things that now exist are sustained and ordered by God's providential care. So we live and breathe and, and make our way in the world today because we have a creator who has sustained us another day. Now there are six characteristics that I've identified in Genesis chapter one. And I, I talked about the first three last week and I wanna talk about the last three this week. First of all, we saw last week, and you can see these highlighted, and I won't read them again today, but God said it and it was so. This is a repeated phrase, God said it and it was so, which means God created all things instantly. He said it and it was so. He said it and it happened. He said it and it occurred. He said it and it existed. God said it and it was so. Number two, God called it by name. God gave names. He called it by name. He created it specifically. Names give things a specific purpose and nature. So he calls light, light, and he calls night, night, dark, dark, darkness. He calls earth, earth, and he calls seas, seas. And so we have all of these names. And then, of course, he gives to man the responsibility to name uh, the animals. And we'll talk about that in the days ahead. Then God said, we saw last week, then God said. You see, he creates all things instantly, specifically, and also progressively. That is within a six-day uh, six week. Uh, these things are progressively created. God in his glorious how can we describe? How can any of us, who can fathom, who can understand, who deserves, surely not me, to stand and somehow describe the glory and the magnificence and the awesomeness, of the incredible nature of creation, but that's what we read here. It ought to bring us to worship. It ought to bring us to awe and trust in God. Then God said, so he spoke progressively and created in a progressive way. Day, day by day. Now we come to these last three that I want us to spend our time on. Uh, we see that uh, the phrase is repeated, it was evening and it was morning each day. And then uh, with a specific number, what day it was. One day, two day, three day. 
Then we see God saw what he made and it was good. God saw what he made and it was good. And then finally, God blessed what he made and multiplied what he blessed. He gave life to what it is. I have three observations that will come from these verses today, especially as we're reminded of the completed work of God in creating all things. Number one, Almighty God created all things orderly. It was evening and morning the first day, each day. So he created all things instantly, specifically, progressively within the week, and now, fourthly, orderly. Almighty God created all things orderly. Secondly, we'll talk for a moment about this, that Almighty God created all things beautifully. God saw it and it was good. God saw it and it was good. This word, this word good has the idea in it from the Hebrew language of excellence. Almighty God created all things beautifully and he saw it. God saw it and it was good. He saw what he created and it was good. And then finally, God blessed it. That is, he blessed creation and it multiplied. So Almighty God created all things completely. So what have I said to you? I believe that, that uh, Genesis chapter 1 teaches us that God created all things instantly, specifically, progressively within the week, orderly, beautifully, and completely. This is the glory of our God. What He has done in the creation, I remind you, those of you who are saved, He does in the new creation when He saves you. When you're in Christ, you're a new creature. You're made over. You're created new. That's what it means to be saved. You don't live like you used to live. You live as a new creature in Christ. So I want us to think about each of these. So what came into existence when God created the world? Well, there are three things I want you to see that came into existence when God created the world. First of all, Almighty God created all things orderly. It was evening and morning each day. What was, what was it that came into creation? Are you ready? Time. Time. There was nothing before creation but God, eternal God. But there came, as we read now, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. God's create, creative work has begun now. Out of eternity, now time begins. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and darkness he called night and there was evening and there was morning one day. Time. There was evening and morning. Let's look at it. Let's just follow it along in our Bible. Verse 5, I just read it. There was evening and there was morning one day. Then we read in verse number 8, God called the expanse heaven and there was evening and there was morning. Notice a second day. Then we read, beginning in verse number 13, there was evening and there was morning a third day. Notice each day is numbered. All of a sudden, what comes into reality? Arithmetic, numbers. Then we read in verse number 19, there was evening and there was morning a fourth day. 
And then we read again in verse number 23, there was evening and there was morning, a fifth day. And then we read the, the summary as I read earlier in verse 31, God saw that all he had made and behold, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning, the sixth day. And then verse two of chapter two, by the seventh day, God completed his work, which he had done and he rested. Evening and morning, evening and morning, morning and evening. We, uh, since we use the sun uh, rather than the moon to organize our day, it is a sunrise to sunset. But either way, sunset to sunrise, evening and morning, evening and morning. Time has come at the creation. Time now exists. Think about evening and morning, evening and morning. You were born and you experienced your first day of evening and morning. Before you were born, your family has, your family of origin has a history and you have uh, genealogical things that tell you about your family's history and perhaps you've studied that. And there are generations and we see all the generations that are listed beginning not long after we get into the book of Genesis of Adam, the generations, time, time. What God has created is time and man cannot escape time. Evening and morning, evening and morning, the entire creation, all that has been created has been created evening and morning, evening and morning. It is the description of God's order for all creation. There was day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six, day seven. This was the way God designed it, evening and morning. This is what, uh, what Solomon calls life under the sun. And all of us in this room are living evening to morning or morning to evening, however you choose to say it. I remind you of that because time controls all of us in this room. We all have the same amount of time. You say, I don't have any time. You have 24 hours every day. The question is what you do with your time. Every one of us has the same amount of time. It was evening and it was morning. It was evening and it was morning. So we recognize today the importance of thinking about time. God created time. He created time and space. So we set our calendars. We set our dates. We set our times. We have our clocks. We have our devices that count down. We have our calendars all divided around time. You see, everyone has the same amount of time and some of us use our time to glorify God and others of us use our time for ourselves, wasting our days, wasting our days, not in honor of God and glorifying God, but for ourselves. You see, though we are those who are born into time, you see, you were given a certain amount, are you listening, days. You have a certain amount of days to live. This is the word of God. Teach us to number our days. Everyone who speaks to me, some of us have more days than others, but all of us have a birthday and a death day. We have days, evening and morning, evening and morning, and you've lived your life, evening and all the routine. You sometimes think the drudgery 
of day and night, day and night. You set your body, your body is adjusted to evening and morning. The animals, evening and morning affects the created order and how they feed and how they eat. Evening and morning. Everything is built around evening and morning. Everything is built around time. And God is the creator of time, not man. And so we are subject to time. Now, that is important for us to remember because time is coming to a close. I say it to you every week, the Lord is near and to the door. You see, the word of God teaches us from the day of the Lord Jesus' first coming, His death, His resurrection, His ascension, now we wait in these, I call them, the Word of God calls them, days of grace. But one day the days of grace will end. You see, there's a beginning and there's an ending. Time has a beginning, time has an ending. Your life and mine has a beginning and our life has an end, our physical life has an end. And then the question is, how will you spend eternity? You see, we live in the last days, my friends. The Lord Jesus is coming to the earth. How are you spending your days? Your days matter to God. Your days matter. They're, clip, they're rushing by. When you're young, you don't think the days will ever come. And when you're old, you can't stop the days from flooding by. Time. Each one of us. Each one of us experiencing time. I have said to this church over and over through my years, and I say it again, again today, and many of you laugh when I say it, but I'm not saying it as a joke. You are older today than you've ever been. That means you ought to live with more wisdom than you used to live with. That means you ought to walk with God in a more important and appropriate way. Order, God brings order. When there's chaos... Something's missing in our relationship with God. One old preacher, Bishop Hall, said years and years ago, every day is a little life. You spent yesterday and that was a, a little life. A miniature copy of your life. That's how you spend. That's the way you spend your days says what kind of a life you are living. You see... Our whole life is but a repeated day. So when you spend your, when you get up today, you've been given another day. Time, time, evening and morning, evening and morning. It was evening and morning the first day I was born. It was evening and morning uh, the day I became a, a little child with my parents. It was evening and morning and then a student. In my youth ministry at my church, it was evening and morning. And then I went to school and met dear Pat. And, and she's been putting up with me evenings and mornings for years and years. Days turn into years. And then one day our days are done. So what came in to being at creation? Time. Time. You're going to check your watch. It's 11.21 and 15 seconds right now. Don't worry about it. I know what time it is. Almighty God created all things secondly, beautifully. God saw what he made and it was good. Let me say, it. God saw what he made and it was excellent. You see, here it is. This is God's way. Order, time, and now here's the word. 
What else came into creation? You're going you're to like this. What else came into creation when creation came? Goodness. The goodness of God is now seen in what He has made. How can I know goodness, Pastor Mike? How can I know goodness from badness? Why have you been doing what I recommended? One of, my, one of our dear ladies said to me, Pastor Mike, you know, it made my day. She was listening to the sermon. That's great when people listen to a sermon. It's wonderful. She said, Pastor Mike, I've been taking walks and praying and meeting with God. What a wonderful thing. I hope you'll go out and take a walk today. I hope you'll walk around and see the goodness of God in what he's created. Let's just run our eyes through it again. Verse 4, God saw that the light was good. Look at verse number 10. God called the dry land earth and the gathering of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Verse number 17, God placed them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth and to govern day and night and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. Verse 21, God created the great sea monsters, every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm after their kind and every winged bird after its kind. And God saw that it was good. And then verse 25, God made the beasts of the earth after their kind and cattle, etc. It goes on and God saw that it was good. And then as we read in verse number 31, God saw all that he had made and behold, it was, notice, very good. It was very good. What he created was good. It was very good because it was instantly made. It was very good because it was specifically identified and named. It was very good because it was progressively developed over a week's period of time, creation. It was very good because of its order. It was very good because of its goodness. And it was very good because of its completeness, as we'll see in just a moment. I want you to think about the goodness of God in creation. The goodness of God. You see, man always says how bad things are. But you see, when we come to know the Lord, we, we come to understand the goodness of God. The goodness of God in creation, the excellence of God's goodness is seen in the power of creation. The minuteness in the in miniature, microscopically through the telescope, macro. You can see it at all levels, the excellence, the detail, the goodness of God in how things are made. They're made to be made in a certain way in order to bring glory to God and to function properly. Creation is good because God is good. He makes all things good. This was the, this was the declaration of creation as God made it. It was good. Creation is good because God makes all things excellent and complete. Look, God doesn't leave any details out. It wasn't as if he was creating on day two and said, oh, I forgot something on day one. I've got to go back and add that. Everything was complete as he did his creative work. Paul says, everything created by God is good. And I remind you today of what Solomon said. He has made everything beautiful in its time. That includes your time. You see, you say in your life, well, it's not good because it's, I'm having trouble because of time. I wish this was better, 
right now in my life. You're talking about time and goodness. You see, goodness and time are always in God's hands. It was a good day when you heard the gospel and believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why the Word of God says today, if you hear His voice, don't harden your heart. What? Today. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, today. So here you are today. We're standing here together today. Some of our people are not able to be here today. We're here today. Others of us won't be here tomorrow if we have a tomorrow. Today matters in your life. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Well, I want that to happen, but you see, everything's beautiful in God's time. God's timing is perfect. And God's perfect timing, listen, is the goodness of God. That's why we learn that all things work together for good to those who love God and who are called according to His purpose. You see, we recognize the goodness of God in what He has created. Finally, Almighty God creates all things completely. What is this last thing that's come to the world in creation? Time came. Goodness came to the world. And the greatest of all goodness, by the way, was seen in the Lord Jesus. But now, what about this last one? What came to the world? Well, we read it several times. God blessed them. Verse 21. Chapter 1, verse 21. Notice, God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Then we read in verse number 28, God blessed them and God said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And then we see God's blessing and his promise of providing provision when he spoke to man and said, behold, I've given you, verse 29, every plant yielding seed uh, that is on the surface of all the earth, every tree which has fruit yielding, it shall be food for you to every beast of the earth and to every bird of the sky, to everything that moves on the earth, which has life. I have given every green plant to you and it was so. I have given, I have given, I have given. God blessed and I have given. I wonder today, are you, are you recognizing the blessings of God in your life? Count your many blessings, see what God has done. Count your many blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. Paul said, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen. Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in Jesus Christ. Do you recognize today the blessings of God in your life? You know, as you go home today, maybe today on this Sunday, this Christian day, this day of opportunity to rest and reflect for a moment, maybe today you pause and say, I'm going to consider time. God has shown me great grace in my life. I'm going to consider God's goodness in my life. I'm going to consider God's blessings in my life. You know the blessings you have, you don't deserve them. You know they're a gift from God. Just like this, all of creation, what, what came into the world when God created the world? Time, goodness, and His blessing. His blessing upon all who will believe in Him. Now, what do we remember today as we go our way? Well, you say, Pastor Mike, I'm going through, I appreciate all this you've said about creation and I'm glad we're talking about it, but 
What does it have to do with me? What does it have to do with you? Well, people say, Pastor Mike, I'm afraid. Do you think the God who made the heavens and the earth and you is not able to help you with your fear? Do you not think the God who made all things can be your help, whatever you need? I love what the Word of God says. Uh, I have it here for you, Psalm 121. My help comes from the Lord. My help comes from the Lord. We sing that song sometimes. My help comes from the Lord. How? Why? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He made you. He knows you. He understands you. He understands what you need perfectly for every time and season of life. God is good and he does good. Psalm 119, and he, uh, he, it is he who made the earth, Jeremiah said, who established the world by his wisdom and, and by his understanding, he stretched out the heavens. Who is it that we honor and glorify? We give glory, we give glory to God, the Almighty, for his power, for his wisdom, for his understanding, in the creating of all things. So we end where we began. <clears throat> God saw that all that he had made, behold, it was very good. And there was evening and there was morning the sixth day. If God gives us another evening and then God gives us another morning, how will you live your life? Are the things you're living for worth Christ dying for? Are you doing things in your life today that matter to God? Are you giving of your time and your focus to do those things which would be pleasing to God? Are you glorifying Him in what you say and do? How you, how you work with your children and your grandchildren? How you, how you conduct yourself on the days that you have? Do you live your life in light of the fact that we are in the last days? If you do so... It will change the way you live. So today we come and honor the God who completed creation so that we might rejoice, worship Him for His goodness and for His glory. The mystery of creation will never be understood. But to the praise of the glory of His grace, we bow and say, Lord, we believe. We believe You to be the Creator of heaven and earth. We believe You to be the one who sent the Lord Jesus to be our Savior. And because of that, we pray, come Lord Jesus.